0: For the story behind the action, catch
1: Tabiso Musia weekdays at seven pm. So, from one winner to another, then uh, Tulani Mbenga is here with us. Tools, you've already said a few words, but officially, good evening and thanks for joining us on SAFM.
2: Good, good evening, Wana uh, and thanks very much for for inviting me into the to the studio. Has
1: uh, it sunk in yet that you are? Boxer yeah. The, year. the <laughs> best boxer in South Africa at the moment.
2: Not as yet because there's too much talent in South Africa. So not as yet. But I'm still I'm still uh I'm reminiscing it. So maybe with time it's gonna come in, it's gonna kick in and even on my Instagram I've i, haven't, I haven't, <laughs> you know, I haven't uh changed my bio and said mailbox of the so i think with time with time well you better
1: change it before next year's awards (laughs) (laughs)
2: no definitely definitely before next year
1: now you were so nervous at the awards i saw you pacing up and down there (laughs) you couldn't see it at one stage especially when they were getting closer to announcing um the boxer of the year Uh, for me it showed what this award meant to you what does it mean to you to be male boxer of the year
2: I won't lie, uh, that day it was really nerve-wracking because there's, there's, so talent, there's so many talented guys that I was nominated with. The likes of Kevin Larino, the likes of uh, Azinga Fuzile. And it means a lot because it means that people are really appreciate what I do. They're really appreciating the work we're putting in. And by, by that, they, they voted us as mailbox of the air. It shows that they're really appreciating, they're seeing what we are doing.
1: We spoke to a lot of former boxers and current boxers before the awards on Friday night. We were broadcasting from there. And a lot of people had Azinga as a favorite. Some had Kevin as the favorite. How confident were you that you'll come back with the award?
2: Um, I won't lie. I was not 100 uh, percent confident because, as I said, it's it was uh, a lot of nerves that was kicking in because there's there's Azinga, there's Kevin Larina. I won't I won't lie. They 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 also doing good and they they doing a great job, you know. So, but then when it when when they announced it, then I was happy because it shows, as I said, it shows that people really appreciate what we're doing, and they seeing our work. Yeah,
1: and then you also thank your mother for her support. Um, talk to us about your relationship with your old lady and how she supported uh, your boxing career.
2: Uh, my mother's been there since day one, you know, because, because yeah, there was those early days when you're in Amato so you have to pay for a scale and that. She used to steal money because my, my father didn't, he joined very late when it comes to, to the sport. He didn't really... Uh, see anything in it? So my mm. mother was always be, uh, my backbone because she was always stealing money from my father for just for me to pay <laughs> for skate. You know, so she's been she's been with me from from long time. So also the fact that uh, as I, if you listen to what I was saying there, yes. she's keeping a very uh, uh, a very sick child, but he's not like really sick. His HIV is a full-blown HIV and AIDS kid, mm. and it's not from our family you know so she and we were all shocked uh, from our family side that why that she wants to keep the, this kid but then she said i'll never throw any kid away so today he is uh, 12 years old so wow. yeah and so, when did your mother adopt him he was 4 months he didn't adopt we 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 he uh, was left by someone there by our home So then we didn't know whose kid was it, and then no, it was that time when I went to the mountain. (laughs) You know, class of people. So we go to the mountain. When I came back from the mountain, that ceremony, that day of that ceremony, there was too many people in the house, so they left the kid there. So we didn't know who, who was whose kid was it, but then we couldn't throw that kid away. My mom said we're gonna keep this kid, whatever the situation is, we're gonna keep this kid. So. From, from that day, now the boy is, uh, and this is we've been saying that this boy is going to die within, he's, g- he's not going to uh, reach two years, he's not going to reach four years, he's, gonna, he's not going to reach eight years. Now he's 12, so uh, that's, a, like, that's a big courage. That's so a really big courage.
1: So that's where you get your strength from, from your that's mother.
2: That's where I get my, if you see when I'm fighting, mm. I fight with all my heart because I got my heart from my mother.
1: I didn't realize you boxers were mama's boys. All of you, <laughs> when you went on stage, you, all of you <laughs> thanked your mothers, and some uh, of you cried. Those cries. are the
2: heroes of this country. Those <laughs> are the heroes of this country. Without the mothers, this country wouldn't be where it is now. So those are the heroes. Okay. You know, those are the heroes.
1: Don't judge a book by its cover, folks. That is the lesson (laughs) of the day. If you've just joined us, we are talking to the SA Mailboxer of the Year, Tulani Mbenge. Please feel free to call us on 0891-104-207. Our lines are open. You can also send us voice notes on WhatsApp on 061-4104-107. And we've already got a message from Mr. Manyesane who says that, please say hi to tools. I am very proud of him.
2: Someone you, that you know? Yeah, thank you very much, Who? Mr. Mr. Manisani. I don't really know him. <laughs> oh yeah, <Tamantik>. yeah <laughs> I know okay. him very well. Yo, okay. I know him. I know him very well. Thank you very much. Uh, when now put You always come to my fights when I'm mm. fighting here in Paris. You always come. That's that's one of my big supporters, Pramantik. I really appreciate it. He was also Kulu. at the boxing awards. Yeah, eh? I was I also, also there. and was yo. he was. He was very happy that day, so I'm really, I really support, I really appreciate his support. Yeah,
1: and I know he travels a lot. He could be in your neck at your next fight exactly. in Germany too. Exactly, this exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. I'm also expecting him in Germany. He might come to Germany. You never know. Because he was in the U.S. for Zoladite's yeah, fight. Unfortunately, so it a, didn't he happen. Really, he's one of the guys that really support boxing, no, and you, you must know that we really appreciate that. You have a fight in in july in germany and
1: you did say after the awards that this is the motivation that you needed how have your preparations gone for
2: this fight yeah they're going very well i won't lie um i'm, I'm fit now I'm, I'm i'm ready um we're fighting in germany in hamburg um i mean we've been preparing for for a fight we were supposed to fight in may if you remember uh but the the, the date was changed yes. and, all, and all that but then i mean i didn't i didn't uh slow down or i didn't do anything i didn't quit boxing or whatsoever so i i kept on training so like i've been fit you know i've been preparing for the fight and i think as i said we are ready and according to what we are uh, we are planning i think everything the plan is gonna go accordingly now a lot of people um well you are no
1: stranger actually to germany Tell us about your history with the Germans, that you even have someone that you refer to as the German godmother.
2: Yeah, I've got a godmother there called Fia Tedma. Uh, I can speak a little bit of Deutsch. Oh, excuse <laughs> <this is> us. <laughs> couldn't have been, I can speak a little bit of Deutsch. Um, I met her uh, through an, an exchange that was made by Department of Sport and uh, Recreation in Eastern Cape. There was a, a voluntary uh, uh, project that they had in in 20, 2011 so we went there and then we were exchanging our 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 knowledge with uh guys from Germany so i i met her through that so then we started having a, a relationship together and then she, when I found out she's, she's got no family, she's got no kids, no one around her. So then we made the connection. Then she came to, to South Africa to see my family. Wow. Because we, I, I wanted her to feel how to have a family, that feeling of having a family. And then that, that's where everything started.
1: Is that then? Does that explain then why people, when you first started off and you broke into the scene, were saying that you could go and fight for Germany?
2: Uh, there was something like that that came up. But I was still in amateur at the time. Mm. I was not a pro. I was still in amateur. Those guys wanted uh, they people were saying that uh, German people wanted me to come and and fight for Germany. But it was not something that materialized. And I was going to study there. Uh, my godmother wanted me to go and study there, but I declined, unfortunately, because I wanted to 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 pro here. Mm. So, yeah, but there was rumors like that, but it didn't really materialize. So do you feel that you'll have uh, some support in Germany when you go there? I've got a lot of friends, I won't lie, I've got a lot of friends. I've got a big team, it's going to be a big drama <laughs> show. The guy that I'm fighting with is going to be surprised because I've got a big team, I've got um, musicians that I'm I, I friends with, I've got uh, my, uh, my, uh, my friends from, from the exchange, I've got a lot of friends. My godmother is part and parcel of the um uh, she's uh running a science institute and i've been there every employee there knows me so they all want to come and support so i've got a lot of support there Mm. and then a lot of people
1: might also not be aware oh how much do you know about sebastian from ella that you're fighting Uh,
2: obviously watch his fight on on youtube um i know he's a, a big mover uh more of sweet science uh boxing the old uh old, old school if you in the welcome the the welcoming style mm. where he hit and move hit and move hit hit and move so uh, as i said if you remember when i fought miguel vasquez yes I was it there, was more actually. yeah it was more of me adjusting to the to the style, adjusting to the movement then it was game over. So I think with with this one also, it's, it's the same thing. I, I I don't think it's on the same level as me, mm-hmm. because, um, I'm, I mean, I fought incredible, I, f- I fought uh, incredible opponents, like the likes of uh, Mikova Squares, uh, Chavez. Yeah. You know, when I look at these records, they didn't, didn't fight as much as experienced people that I fought as much, you know. So it's gonna be a matter of who's more experienced than and who's got a different level. So I'm going to introduce him to a different level, which is going to be a big shocker to him. So as I'm saying, we watched him, but it's going to be a really difficult fight for him. If
1: you've just joined us once again, let me remind you, we're talking to Tulani Mbenge. The lines are open 0891-104-207 and voice notes on WhatsApp 061-4104-107. Now, a lot of people might not be aware that you are a Commonwealth Games bronze medalist. uh, Having finished third in Glasgow 2014, it must have been yeah, Glasgow. What did that bronze mean to you?
2: It was a really conf- confident booster because um, I've been fighting as an amateur, but I wanted to win one of the big games, you know. So Commonwealth Games, one of the biggest games yeah. if you're uh, at a amateur level. It's Olympic Games, then it's Commonwealth Games. So and then when I when I went to Commonwealth Games, I had this uh, dream that I want to stand on the podium. I want to because boxing has like we've been producing boxers but they're not bringing game uh, uh medals in the games which is Commonwealth games it's been a decade and people have been stressing Sasco was stressing all the time saying guys you need to perform because boxing haven't uh, produced anything when it comes to Commonwealth games for a decade so my 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 goal going there was to stand up on the podium and bring a medal so when i did that it was really a confident booster because people started to know me they they started to know a, a guy from south africa who's got mm. a dreadlocks everyone started to know the likes of Amikan were there yeah in scotland so they if you if, if you talk with Amikan and talk about training men, he knows the guy with the dreadlocks it definitely not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you were happy to come back with a, with a medal. That was, was the goal for happy. you.
2: It, I was very happy because after that, it, like it opened doors because people wanted to work with me. Mm. It, they really wanted to work so with me. So after that, then, after the Commonwealth Games,
1: two years later was Rio 2016, and I was there. We didn't have a boxer there in Brazil. Was that not the goal for you?
2: It was not because I, I had uh, complications with uh with Saskok, and mm-hmm. unfortunately then we couldn't agree with the contract that we have we had they wanted me to sign a contract but I, and then i didn't i didn't agree with the the terms in the contract because we've been signing the same contract for four years you know so then i i said i went to come on with games and i i made history because yeah. because boxing has been not producing a metaphor for, for a decade now i did that then and then I'm signing the same contract, now I can't be going through that, and then I'm turning pro. So were you not, were you part of OPEX? Yeah, I was part and parcel of OPEX. But was it wasn't
1: part. enough and you thought you should get
2: more. Exactly, because because when you're part and parcel of of uh, Olympic team, you travel around yeah. and you don't have time to do your own things. So now I was in a space where I need to improve my life. I need an improvement in my life. But at the same time, uh, we have to fight overseas. We have to come to, to fight in Africa. And we don't have time. And then you don't get enough money, you know. I didn't even have a license that time. I mm. wanted to do a license, but the money was not enough. So that's why I decided, look, I'm turning pro. I need to be independent. I can't be signing a contract. That's not going to benefit me.
1: Was it also the same year you were voted Eastern Cape Sportsman of the Year?
2: Yeah, it was the same year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the same year. But unfortunately, I couldn't stay uh, for longer because, as I'm saying, m- my contract wasn't uh, satisfying as much as I as I hoped for. And mm. then, uh, and then I decided to turn pro. But how important is it
1: to have a solid amateur record because you you fought a lot of fights in your amateur days? That's very
2: important because it helps you with the experience. Because if you you've got a, a amateur pedigree, now look at me I'm fighting guys from overseas like mexicans anyone that i fight Mm. i definitely know the kind of style that they have because i i faced it before as an amateur so it really helps you with the experience definitely with the experience it really helps you because you know what kind of style that you have and then obviously the amateur pedigree that you comes with the experience that you come with also helps you with the work rate and everything that comes with because you know that people are expecting you because they know you as an amateur star they're expecting you to perform so then you 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 are you you are going around with this big bag of wanting to perform and wanting people to to say this is the kind of star that we're looking for so it does help you a lot do you do you remember how many fights you fought? Because we counted close to hundred. I don't really know because I finished I finished how many books? Four to five books of amateur, um, uh, level. So th- that book is around about eighty to to to, to, to ninety fights. Ooh. So yeah, I don't I don't really know how much how many fights because if you come from East London, everyone can tell you each and every weekend there's yeah. a fight, each and every weekend there's a fight. So I I came from that. You know, so I came from there. That's the project that we have in South, like in East London. So, so yeah, uh, I, some of the facts that they didn't even have, uh, there was no, re- they were not recorded. So that's the same story. That's
1: the same story Zolani Tete told us when we spoke to him. And he actually told us that he fought Heki Butler twice in
2: his amateur days. And a lot we of people. were there. I was there when you fought, uh, 2003 when you fought Butler. I was <laughs> there.
1: <laughs> but a lot of people are not aware. Okay, let's go to the lines. We've got somebody that's called us here. Uh good evening and thank you for joining us on SAFM. Hello, caller
3: Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good, thanks, and you?
1: I'm fine, thanks. We have Tulanimbenge here. What would you like to say?
3: Yeah, I'm happy I'm a, I'm a big sister. I'm a i'm so so proud of you tulani (laughs) i I don't have words to express my feelings uh you know you know how i feel about you i love you thank you
2: very much i really love you too thank you very much i really amanda
1: before you you go before Uh, you go did you did you think that he would become a champion one day
3: yes why i I knew from the start because he's got a heart of a lion we used to see it and you'd expect from let, let me tell you from this start. Hmm. He used to, he loved he was the only one who loved boxing at home, uh, not far from where we staying. He used to go and um, oh, play. <laughs> used to stay there. So every time when he came from school, he would go and he would go there and play boxing. Even at school, he would fit to any sport but boxing. So that's where boxing started for him.
1: And as a family, you supported his boxing.
3: And oh much. from the start. Yes, Especially so me and my mother and the little sister. We always even all of us today we fight for us, It's me, him and he his twins, our brother, song and engagement. So every time he's playing we will be there. How did but you he feel? He do not o- want us to come to Joe Beck and watch him. He's like, no, he's <laughs> not ready to There's hide. too much pressure. too Japan much pressure. Is, uh, I think the last fight, I wanted to surprise him, and he was like, no, he uh, you don't come. Don't There's no, too, no,
2: much no. <laughs> it's too much pressure. I can't take that. There's too much pressure. Even my mother.
3: my mother can't he even watch him. me on TV.
1: <laughs> Finally, how did you feel on Friday as a family when he was you voted Boxer of the Year? You
3: know, I was over the moon, even at work. I knew from the start, even when the time he was nominated, I knew he that he's going to win the awards. Even at work, I was like, everyone, please watch Tulali. Uh, and they're like, um, are you sure he's going to win? I'm like, I'm 100% sure because it's his time. Even in July, he's going to win.
1: That's great. I mean, he's
3: going to win in July, I'm telling you.
1: Definitely Amanda, thank you for getting in touch with us and uh, well done to you for supporting Tulanis a boxing career and send our regards to the whole family. Ah,
3: thank you sir. So thank
2: you very much. Love you too. Love you too. Thank you very much for calling.
1: Okay, clearly lots of love in this family. We're going to take a break but we'll take more of your calls on 0891104207 also on WhatsApp voice notes 0614104107.
0: Call Tabison
1: now, 0891-104-207. Okay, Nazim Krodbom on Twitter today wants to know if you are going for a knockout in uh, Germany and uh, do you believe that you can put Formella down?
2: Um I mean, we're working on a plan. Um, as I said, we're working on a plan. And I mean, now I'm in, a, I'm in a level where I need to put people away I need to put my opponents away so I'm working on a plan as I said but people know I'm a very aggressive fighter and going overseas fighting with the guy on his hometown I need to make a big statement because after this is going to be big if I make a big statement in Europe then I need to go again and make a big statement in America I have to knock this guy out I have no choice
1: so how big will it be after you knock him out because this this
2: division there's a lot of talent in this welterweight division eh? (laughs) right definitely there's a lot of talent in the welterweight and fighting with guys like this i have to make a statement as i'm saying i have to and i'm confident on my plan i'm really confident on my plan i don't think this guy is on my same level and i don't think this guy is on my level i'm confident and as i'm saying i'm going to uh, to his home ground to defend my belt, then I have to make a big statement. I have to show the world that I'm I'm capable of doing anything.
1: And if you do make that statement, I mean, in the long term, who are you eyeing here? There's there's uh, Errol Spence, there's Keith Thurman in this division. There's many Pacquiao. Uh, there's Danny Garcia, right? There's so
2: many of them. Um, I'm definitely looking at unifying. Um, I'm definitely want to fight a big name soon. Um. Obviously, any opportunity that comes, I'm gonna take. Any opportunity that's gonna come on my way, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna prepare for it. I'm gonna be ready. I can take anyone.
1: But by the way, I forgot to mention Bud <laughs>
2: I don't care about Bud Bad, the best ball player in the world. Bring him on. I don't care about Bud Okay, you know so. what it is. They know there's a South African guy that's out there that's doing very well. I don't care. They must bring them on. Mm. And now let's let's
1: let's also trace back your journey. I mean uh, the professional ranks seem to have been a walk in the park for you. 15 fights, 15 wins, 8 by knockout, né? No.
2: Nah. <laughs> 12 by knockout. 12 by knockout, oh, you see? 12 by knockout. 12 by it's been knockout. that easy for you. No, it's not easy. I mean, yeah, as I'm saying, it's all about timing. Boxing mm. is timing, you know. So guys think that you go in and knock people out. It's not about going in and knocking people out. It's all about uh, coming up with a plan, ex- executing the plan. So I go in there and execute the plan because when we're in the gym, we work on a plan. When we work on a plan, then I go inside the ring and execute the plan. So knocking guys out is not about going in and knocking them. It's about timing, the right time. Okay, let's go to Luzugo that's called us from Cape Town. Luzugo, good evening. Good evening, sir.
1: How are you? Fine, and you, sir? Tulani is here.
3: I'm good, man. Uh, Luz, Luz, I just want to say to you, bro, I respect you as a person and I respect you as an athlete. And I believe that you're not gonna be, you're not only going to be uh, a unified champion,
0: but you're going to be anticipated. You just need to be patient. It's going to come. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay, th- one of the people that makes me want to go hard. I go hard every day because of people like you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that.
1: Okay, nice one there, Luzuko from uh, Cape Town. And let's talk now about those 15 fights. Who who has been your toughest opponent in those 15 f- f- fights?
2: I won't lie. When I was challenging for a title IBO, the guy... Uh, um, Chavez. Yeah. Yeah, Chavez was a really uh one of the toughest guys that I fought. Um he made it very tough for me, but unfortunately I was fit. As I said, we came up with the plan that we know we're gonna you know work downstairs, work downstairs within time. He's gonna get tired. Get tired. And then yeah, it is about to see. So we came up with the plan. We knew that from Round one to three is going to make it tough. He's going to try and intimidate us, you know, of, of which it didn't work. Then from, from five to six, seven, he tried to make it rough, but it didn't work. Then I knew that after six, he's not going to be there with me. If you remember post-interviews when I was talking, I knew that from round one to six, he's going to make it tough. But after round six, he's not going to be there with me. That's why I knocked him out round seven. Okay. And uh, what about the other one that I went to go watch was against Miguel Vasquez. How was that fight? Miguel um, Vasquez was not tough because, because, as I'm saying, he was not making it tough for me because he was moving a lot. So he was really moving a lot. So my plan there was just to adjust into the movement, put pressure, put pressure, adjust into the movement. Once you stand, you won't take your power. So that's what exactly I did. I Put pressure, put pressure. Then I knew after six, seven, he's gonna be tired. Tired, that's exactly when I watched his fight. I knew exactly what I'm gonna do. So after six, seven, eight, I knew he was not there, he's not gonna take my power. If you want to stand in front of me? That's where then I need to dominate, and that's where I need to get him out of the ring. So that's exactly <laughs> then what you I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: we're gonna take a quick break. We'll wrap up with Tulani after the break. Call us on 0891 104 207 or WhatsApp. Voice
0: Notes on 061-4104-107. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter.
1: Still, we're wrapping up now with Tulani Benga. You mentioned your fights your fight against uh, uh, Vasquez and against Chavez. What about the local guys who gave you a hard time? You fought Nduayana, you fought uh, Sean Yeah,
2: Sean Ness was my first... Uh, uh, title fight. Uh, it's not my first title fight, actually, because I fought before. I fought for for ABU, mm. but it's the guy that I wanted to fight because people were saying, "Yeah, this guy's gonna beat you. This guy is gonna. He's, he's got experience more than you But I know, Sean. You know, I knew him as an from Amata because he was a big supporter of my uh, of my boxing and everything. He was always coming and watching my fights. So yeah, it was one of the nasty fights where. We end, up, <laughs> we end up having cards, yeah. you know. And, and then at the end of the day, I knew he couldn't take my power. But as you're saying, oh, i give head off to Undwayana because he could take my power. Because when I dropped him, I thought it's game over. When I caught him with the uppercut, mm. I thought it's game over. It's game over. Because the way, the way he fell there inside the ring, I thought, Mm, this game over. I knew. Then when he came back, and then we had to grind to twelve rounds. I I said, oh my god, I can't believe this. From dropping this guy second round to going twelve rounds with him, he's a very tough guy. He's one of the tough guys that I fought. <cat noise> ha, ha. Okay, we've got a caller
1: on the line. I was waiting for this gentleman to call. Juicya.
0: <Say some noise> hey, putinijja. Uh, hello. Uh, forward to firstly um congratulations on winning the the boxer of the year you you deserve it um secondly thanks for making eastern Cape proud we are very very proud of you and lastly the the timeline i want the timeline when are you bringing the green belt (laughs) Uh, those are the belts S is Funaium Chanam. I know we are very proud that IPO but So Funamakabello. We are but we call it a Macobelo.
2: So na called M Dum um it takes time because if you if you e promoters the lap and eh, they they always cry about sanctioning fee, and then I have to pay your opponent, then I have to pay you, you know, then it becomes expensive. Then it becomes expensive. Then it's difficult for us to challenge those big, then you have to be number one to fight that mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, that title because it's difficult. It takes time, as I'm saying, it really takes time because you can't really uh, bring a guy from there. It's gonna be expensive. And then you have to pay a sanction fee. Which is expensive for a or WPO a or any uh, that big title that's out there? It's gonna. It's really difficult for for promoters to to bring opponents for us and us to fight here yeah, inside the country because it becomes expensive and it becomes very expensive. But with with time, I mean, I was rated. Yeah, yeah. I was I was rated number eight. I was rated number ten. Yeah. Like we're getting there with with time, as we'll I'm saying. There. Yeah, we'll okay, get there. I with wanna time. get
1: I wanna get through the voice notes now because now they're coming.
0: i tools diyomocha abofunding, namdi mantatel tu ba funding, ingongoa me funding sibinza umsho umsho funding, namdi vending laba laundi kuyelendoe ya kufunding, wange kumjukia tulano tugi ili vunua kwa kwa, nawa ebe expectedi baadhi tugi ni kwa sababu o Kevin funding. Uh, good evening, guys. This is Lulama. I'm calling from Ekomani. Uh, Tools, my man, I'm telling you, by the way uh, you are talking, it seems like you know what you are doing. Uh, even though I don't know you, uh, but to be honestly i'm on your side my man uh, go up there and uh, yeah of course show the germans that um not only it was made here yeah, uh, but uh, some of us like you were born with it all the way my men we support you good luck tools good evening to this is
2: Nico Makaneta from Kuruman, Notre Cape. Uh, you are called Tulani. Don't you think you should get a nickname such as your
0: namesake, Sugar Boy Malinga? Thanks. <laughs>
1: I'll let him answer that, Nico. But thanks for those voice notes from Nico Lulama Notabo. Let's go to Lombe in Midrand. Good evening, Lombe. How are you? How are you go- doing, guys? We're fine, thanks.
0: Good, good. Tulani, I just want to start off with three things first i just want to say uh congratulations for doing such a great work but it does not end here there are greater and bigger heights to reach because we need to show black excellency in everything that we do so i would like to uh commend you and just say the sky is just the beginning it's not the limit it's the beginning because you need to be on the world stage a well-known brand if you look at the guys in heavyweight division or just in boxing now it's popping in england in america so I think you can definitely shine at that particular stage because you've got all the qualities. You're charismatic. You, you've got a great uh, story. You know you can easily sell it. I don't know if your promoters are doing the right job. You're supposed to be a big name now here in uh, South Africa because only boxing people know you, the fanatics. But the mainstream need to know you. The brands need to know you because I come from a marketing industry. So a guy like you, you would do very great with the corporates and we can instead of us even bringing these guys you can still go to england and box them go to america and box them then you can pay for for all these sanctioning fees because you'll be getting good money to pay for all these costs so i think you need to go and push and keep going the team that's behind you they need to add to it and and become even greater so that you can become a big boxing name in in the country
1: okay nice one lombe thanks for that and uh, Talking about that, what kind of support are you getting? Are you getting people behind you as a champion? Do you
2: feel that you're getting the respect you deserve? Um, I won't lie, with boxing, it's difficult because people, they, they say they don't support uh, blood sport. So it's really difficult for us to get sponsorship and stuff. But there are people that are sponsoring me. There, there's World Sports Betting. There's Clip Bandit. There's tunnel J. There's Cezanne Plastics. Um, there are people that are, are backing me. but. As I'm saying, it's difficult for us to get big brands mm. like Nike's and Adidas and Puma. It's difficult because, because they think boxing is they violent. Think, they think boxing is violent. So it's really difficult for us to break into, the, into the, in that space of and getting sporting brands to sponsor uh, us.
1: And who sponsors your car? Because I say you've got a car with your name. Yeah,
2: Skripandi.
1: Skripandi. Oh, okay, Scripandi well answering. done to those guys. Well done. I'll end with this message from Omakwetina Matiti, who says, Tools... Oh no, it's gone now. Oh, it says, it's translated itself. It says, yes. <laughs> So that is the message yes,
2: from so America. Really, definitely, I'm not, I'm not gonna come back in this. And the husband to you, and uh, I, I think I'm gonna do the job in the right way. But as I'm saying, it's still the baby steps. I'm doing my best to be out there. Um, I'm going to do my best is to represent not only province, but South Africa as a whole. So people from South Africa need to rally behind us and support us because we're not only going for ourselves out yeah. there, we're also ambassadors of South Africa. They need to come and okay. support us.
1: We have to leave it there. AC Dinila, I see your voice note has come late. I would have loved to play it, but I'll send it to Tulani personally. But thank you to everybody who contributed. And thank you to
2: Tulani for coming through and all the best in July. Thank you very much I really appreciate being uh, uh being invited and it really means a lot thank you Pratib.